Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Silence, children. Silence. First an announcement. We have a treat for you guys today. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Ah! Who am I? What is this realm? What is up there in the night sky? Where is the edge to this beautiful flat earth? Is the ocean blue because the sky is blue? Is the sky blue because that's God's favorite color because he's a boy? These are some of the questions that keep me and Baxter up at night. We go back and forth trading our thoughts and feelings. The other night we were talking about what if our feet were our hands and our hands were our feet? I mean, the randomness of it all. It's just astonishing. And now... Hey, Sam. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, this is Sam. <laughs> 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 Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is uh, Tuesday morning, the 18th mm-hmm. of February. Yeah. Oh, what mic are you on there? You're on green. Sorry. Green. No worries. Blue doesn't work anymore? Uh, it's kind Did of... Keep it up on it? Here's the thing. Okay. Blue and green mm-hmm. kind of flip in between of giving us a little bit of a weird sound. So rather than fix it here at the station, mm-hmm. I thought it was smart to just switch between them. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, it, it. it's very K-Rock of you. Yeah. yeah. It's just, well, this one to- sounds bad today. Let's go back to the other one. Have we told anyone about it, that? Within the station? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> At this point, who knows? Uh, but yeah, no. Green, uh, green good green, for okay. now, yeah. All right. And then when green gets bad. You I'll, go to yellow. I'll be on, I'll and then be you on, go no, back to blue. Just blue. Okay. Just letting you know. All right. How was the, how was the long weekend? It was great. I love a long weekend. Me too. We should really look into doing this more. We have. We've looked into to having on Fridays. Yeah. We think that it should be a national sort of law or regulation. I agree. We haven't I'm gone in. very far. Now. It was wonderful. What did you do? Nothing? Catch oh, up no. on TV? A catch, uh, yeah, a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, had a friend over Saturday night, and we made the mistake of watching um, the new Netflix dating show, Love is Blind. So this got a lot of... Of tweets to us. Oh my God! Because this yeah. is this the new "My Feet Are Killing Me." No, no, no. It um, it's a dating show where mm-hmm. you don't meet the person until you're engaged. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and by don't meet, you actually don't see them. You don't. There's no interaction because you're in these pods and you just talk in these pods to each other. Okay. Um, <laughs> within three days, people were saying. I'm so in love with you. I've never felt this way. What? My friend and I were screaming at the television. It was the most obscene, insane thing I've ever witnessed. And I couldn't stop. I hate shows like this. And I could not click fast enough to watch next episode. But I think there's five episodes and then more come out on Thursday. It's (laughs) insane. But you didn't like it. 
I hated it so much, mm-hmm. and I had to keep watching to find out. Like, th- there's no way that you fall in love with a person just uh, it, within a few days of talking to each other. You just don't. You're insane. You're so either so <laughs> desperate for love, or uh, you just want to be on TV, which, Jessica, I'm talking to you. It's just, it's awful Question. and great. Question. Yeah. Is it is it the MTV type of casting? Very attractive people in each of these spots? It, uh, yeah. No okay. one's ugly, okay. for sure. All so right. it just depends so on... you don't have to dodge that bullet. You know going in. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're going to be... There are levels to the attractiveness. <laughs> right. But there are definitely... You're not going to go, oh, no. That's <laughs> not someone I wanted. But it is terrible. Yeah. And I hate my friend for saying, let's just watch one mm-hmm. and see how we feel. Five hours later, we were like, oh, when's Thursday? But when then, is Thursday? Then we realized Thursday is uh, when it always is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same so place we in lost, the week. Yeah, we lost brain cells okay. watching the show. Funny, and I, I had a similar situation last night. Yeah? You did. Uh, my wife directs uh, Disney TV shows. Mm-hmm. That's like her, her thing. And uh, she's always around teenagers uh-huh. or you know young kids directing them and acting. And she came home and she goes... This kid, Sky, who we, we, we love, she's an actress, she goes, uh, put me in her TikTok. Oh, no. And I go, oh. And she goes, yeah, we did this dance or whatever. I was terrible in it. But anyway, she put me in her TikTok. I go, okay. And then we're sitting around the other night, and she goes, I'm going to see if she put up my TikTok. And I go, you're going to download TikTok? She goes, yeah, let's see if she put it up. I want to see it. I go, okay. Oh, so no. she downloads TikTok, and she goes, oh, she hasn't put it up yet. I go, oh, that's a bummer. And then, you know, I start hearing, like, little music coming from her phone or like voices or mm-hmm. I'm like and it's like an hour later and I go are you are you are you just checking out TikTok now she goes yeah it's pretty good I go it's not good it's just kids dancing and singing it's like not it's actually not good yeah. like you say it's good but the funny part is it's the exact not opposite yeah. it's not good okay and uh she goes I don't know okay and then she goes oh I got I got a, I got my I downloaded my name I got Danielle Fischel 8 and who I are go, the first seven? I go, who? Yeah, good question. It's <laughs> a good question. And she goes, yeah. And then she goes, I'm going I'm to try this. And so I start to see her put the phone up, and she's sort of like dancing around. And oh, like, And Danielle. I was like, Danielle, this, yeah. is a, this is a very bad idea. Don't Danielle. do this. Yeah. This is very bad. And so she goes, ah, okay. And so she backs off it. Mm-hmm. And then last night, she convinced me to do this TikTok video of like our hands. I, I'll have to show you during a break. Okay. But yeah, I uh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw I, it too. I wasn't going to mention that. I um, think we're on TikTok now. <laughs> no, you're definitely well, on I'm not. TikTok. It's not my name. You're I, TikTokers. I, but you I are. Mean, we, we, then we looked up and it was like 8.30 and we'd started at like 5. Wow. Like, yeah, it was wow. very embarrassing. Wow. I'm I'm very embarrassed. Wow. Are you going to get on TikTok? I don't believe so. Are you I- sure? Nothing without my following. Okay. Right, but I, I don't, I don't. But you so. didn't think she would have. No. Either. Oh my God. We so okay. please. We made fun of it all the time, and sure. then now we're on it, and we're like, you know, where's the Dagon? Yeah, check out this thirteen-year-old Puerto Rican kid who learned how to do a crazy rain dance. Like we're like, we're like trying to figure out the best ones. Kevin, how about you? Anything as exciting as are we? Yes, um, I can't stop watching and hating The Bachelor. Same thing. Really? Yeah, Same all, thing as you. Okay. We're all disgusting people. We what? really are. Just Gross. hate it. Yeah. And watch it. The guy's awful this year, right? He's terrible. This year, this yeah. month, whoever it is. Yeah. Peter? It, it's Peter, yeah. Yeah. He's a, a pilot. I don't know if you know that, but in every single episode, he flies <laughs> into each one and they go to the hangar and... Wait, literally? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was yelling last night. We know he's a pilot! <laughs> 
And then I yelled at myself because I was watching The Bachelor. Yeah. And then I didn't turn it off. Yeah. Do they have a great playing, like like a crash person? Someone who's like a, a mess, drunk all the time or whatever? No, we're getting to the... F- well, yes, there's a, there's a drama woman. Mm-hmm. Drama, crazy, crazy, crazy drama. And uh, at the... Uh, should I give it away? I mean, yeah. I mean, People yeah. may have not watched it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean... There's a woman... Her name is Victoria, who's nothing but drama. Uh-huh. And he, he gave her a rose as one of the three that out of four. always happens, man. And I was like, come. Yeah. Yeah, well. Come on. <laughs> Crazy But, but so was the girl yeah. that left. Oh. There's only four left. So I think producers yeah. always have a hand in that. They keep one person around for you to hate mm-hmm. a little always. more, so you keep watching it. Yeah. Gotta have a villain. Yeah. So I'm. that's my... What the, happened to us I know. this weekend? <laughs> what, what, what happened to us? Uh, we're so lowbrow. Why gross. do we? Why do we do what we hate? I don't know. You guys watch Love Is Blind, though. No, it's, no. I mean, honestly, I'm get a TikTok. It's really worth I it. I don't need either of those yeah, because I have it. The Bachelor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm set. Oh dear. All right, let's talk about today's show, shall we? Every video, I pour juice over my head. That's okay. On TikTok. <laughs> uh, we're doing great news today. Uh-huh. Yeah, we are. Because we were off yesterday, so great news is on the program today. I don't know if you saw Shaka Khan's national anthem. Shaka oh. Khan? Mm-hmm. Shaka Khan? Yeah. Mm. It was... Um, <sighs> it was... <laughs> That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it... Why? Was it the national anthem? Because I, I didn't know. recognize any notes. Mm, and it's sure. not like a uh, amateur. This is a no, hall she's of a famer. Legend. Yeah, yeah. So um, I brought in a bunch of other terrible na- national anthems. Excellent. I mean, people that just ruin the song. Yeah, it's not. It's Fergie being one of them. Yes. At, at an, last year's All Star Game, or two, uh, years two years ago. ago yeah. But uh, yeah, it's don't do that. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Make mm-hmm. it a song that we recognize. That'd be nice. There's a uh, there's a preacher that says that Shakira and J Lo unleash demons into our souls when we watch the Super Bowl halftime show. Hallelujah. He <laughs> means his pants, doesn't he? He really does. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. He says my 12 year old son, but he means himself. He means his dog. Yep. Uh, recline or not recline on a plane. It oh, won't die. It will it not will die. It will not go away. Should we were ahead of the curve on this. Should we do the scientific survey? Yeah. Or how? Okay. Yeah, Let's get the final to. word. All right. And Jensen's guest list mm-hmm. coming up as well. And, um, we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. This is Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock. Rock, rock, rock. K-Rock. Time for what's happening with Allie. Kevin, it was a long weekend. Yes, it was. Did you go to the movies? I did. Did you see Birds of Prey, I would assume? I did see Birds of Prey. Okay. Please see Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. What? Oh, is it that good? Did you? No, did no. you see it? No. Okay, damn it. Did you see it? No, but I just imagined Kevin in the theater watching Sonic the Hedgehog, and it made me excited. It made me happy. Okay. No, I, I watched I, something else, too, but but um, that was pretty good, Birds of Prey. I've heard. It's okay. pretty good, and she's really good. Margot Robbie. Robbie. That's the kind of movie where it sort of rests on the acting because it's a real fine line to walk between cartoon and reality. Yeah. And they do it really well, and she's really good. Did you ask for the movie um, Birds of Prey when you bought your ticket? Uh, yes. Okay. Because they're still the name calling it. it Birds of Prey <laughs> yeah. in everything written, but they were going to switch it up so people knew what the movie was about. Mm-hmm. It does say the full title on the screen, though, at the okay. beginning and end. Yeah. But that's not what they call it. Interesting. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog, you mm. guys. Mm-hmm. 
made its big debut over President's Weekend and easily landed the top spot at the box office for those uh, few days, not the the long four-day. About $57 million. Wow. Not bad. A lot of dough. When you count up the four-day weekend, $64.3 million, claiming the title of biggest North American debut for a movie based on a video game. And they're saying it's probably going to be the biggest movie based on a video game. E, 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 E. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. The better-than-expected launch is a big win for Paramount and director Jeff Fowler, who redesigned the character after a outcry from fans, even though it meant pushing the film's release date back a bunch because, boy, you can't have human teeth. You can't. It's just not possible. That is a massive opening, though. It's a huge, huge opening. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and ding that. Um... Coming in second, a movie that Kevin saw, Birds of Prey, making $17.6 million, followed by Fantasy Island, The Photograph, and, rounding out the top five, Bad Boys for Life. Kevin, you said you saw two movies this weekend. I saw um, <clears throat> um, a movie called uh, D- D- Downhill. Downhill. Oh, you did see it. Came in 10th. Because I thought. Wow, 10th. Mm-hmm. Because I thought. I love Will Ferrell. Love. I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Love. Yes. Can't be it can't. the chemistry between yeah. them has to be entertaining, even if the mo- movie sucks. Absolutely. And you heard me say that it's based on a movie that I love called yes. Force Majeure. So what could go wrong? Right, right. And Russ Leatherman, when we had him on Friday, mm-hmm. said if you've seen that movie, which I haven't, by the right, way, right, you got yeah. lucky, yeah. Uh, don't go to this one. Yeah. And that was good advice because this one was a terrible movie. Wow, really? It was not good. Hmm. And there's almost no interplay between those two. It's oh, not. No, it's not a comedy in any way. It's just so. don't. Do that. So you're saying it was it wasn't... for force manure. Mm. <laughs> force manure. <laughs> Get no! it? Good morning. <sighs> if it wasn't so true, I would hate that statement. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that is That's too bad. bad. It's not uh, good. Wow. <laughs> I'm really bummed. I, I went in expecting it, not expecting good things. Just yeah. okay. Just uh, it was. You're gonna have a few laughs with those two. It's a long weekend. I have the yeah. time. Uh, maybe I'll go see that one and yeah. just see how it is. And that was a mistake. Oh no. <laughs> they wrote a movie called The Descendants, which was like a George Clooney movie, which was great. Yeah. Which was great, also. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there are so many good elements to this film, mm-hmm. and yet it's not good. It's not what good at all. Bummer, you guys. Yeah. <sighs> Did you guys see any of the? Uh, Justin Bieber clips over the weekend? I did not. I did. A little bit of the interview, correct? Yeah. yeah. He's talking to Zane Lowe, and he starts talking about his intense desire to protect Billie Eilish. And he basically says that she, he wants to protect her from all the fame and the pressures that he says almost killed him. Here's his exact quote. I just want to protect her. I don't want her to lose it. I don't want her to go the things that, through the things that I went through. I don't wish that upon anybody. So... If she ever needs me, I'm just a call away. So Billie Eilish saw that and then put that beginning part where he talks about it and then spliced in clips of her bedroom with the Justin Bieber posters Mm -hmm. and her wearing a Justin Bieber shirt, just fresh-faced as she looked about 12 or 13 in Mm -hmm. the picture. So it's it's such an interesting dynamic that they have now because she, I think the first time she ever said that she loved Justin Bieber was on our show when you guys interviewed her. Yeah. And then it just kind of took off. People were like, what? You love Justin Bieber? She's like, uh-huh, sure do. And then they met at Coachella, and it mm-hmm. was just it was kind of a moment, you guys. Mm-hmm. Kind of a moment. 
Uh, the rest of that interview is intense at times, mm-hmm. talking about how much drugs he did and that yeah. security guards used to come in to check his pulse. Wow. Really dark stuff. Uh, Good. And then a lot of God talk. Good interview? Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Okay. I don't, yeah. It's long. But, I mean, there are de- you just find the highlights. They're okay. all pretty intense. Yeah. You guys uh, ever think, maybe if I smelled my lover's shirt, I'd sleep better? First of all, I don't use the word lava. No, you have to say lava <laughs> like that. Researchers say having a loved one's natural scent nearby could be as effective a sleep aid as melatonin. Smells like donkey smelling. ass. I mean, a lot, lot of smelling happening. For the study, people were given two shirts to use as pillowcases. One had to be worn by their lover. The no, other one the way you was say that. clean or had been worn by a stranger. Participants spent two nights in a row sleeping with each shirt. They weren't told which shirt was which, but they reported feeling more well-rested after using the T-shirt with their lover's scent. <sighs> they said it's an effect similar into what is reported from taking oral melatonin supplements often used as a sleep aid. I mean, that's fascinating. I smell like beef, of course. <laughs> I wouldn't sleep well if I was just smelling beef all night. Because I'd want, I'd want steak. It's true. I do, I, for the record, I do think I still smell like beef from Korean barbecue I had like weeks ago. I still smell it. Well, meat sweats are real, but I yeah. don't think weeks later. I don't know. What the hell is that smell? Well, it's my lava. And he smells like beef. (laughs) Uh, Research will next examine if parent shirts can also help babies sleep better. (laughs) So I feel like it's just maybe a pillowcase or a blanket that smells differently than Tide or whatever you're using. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Good times with your lava. Some birthdays for you. Molly Ringwald, John Travolta. Adele Dazeen. Ike Barinholtz, Dr. Dre, and Yoko Ono. That is it's a real performance by her. My favorite part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, by performance, that's her singing. Right? I mean, yeah, if you use the word loosely. (laughs) Extremely loose. All right. And that's what's happening. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. Is it possible that Shakira Mm -hmm. and J-Lo at halftime of the Super Bowl uh, opened up a portal Mm -hmm. allowing demons to possess your soul? If if by portal you mean uh, in your pants. Nope. Something possess your pants area. It's early for me to say yes or no. Okay. Uh, I'd like to hear more. Okay. This is a preacher named Dave DeBenmar. Mm -hmm. And he's uh, in Ohio. And this is what he has to say. What if there's a spirit that accompanies the visual of pornography? What if if that opens us up? Dare I say it? What do they call it? A portal? Mm. What if just sitting... In the spiritual realm I'm talking about now. Mm-hmm. Folks, listen. The natural world, they're not going to understand this. Mm, right. They're not going to get it. Okay. Okay? All right. Okay. Those of us who have eyes to see, let us see. Let us see and understand. Okay. So, so far, he's just asking a question. Right. Right. He's what not if, what really if pornography... Right. Mm-hmm. Opened a portal. Opened a portal. To evil. Right. What if just... What if sitting in there, watching that soft pornography dance across our TVs? Mm-hmm. What if there's a spiritual component to that? What if there's what if there's something that comes through out of my screen? What if there's some waves? And there comes J Lo's crotch. What if there's something 
waves or, or how is J-Lo putting waves out of her vagina? Oh, t- also, you have to ask. Them. Can you, you say it correctly, please? It. Waves. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, something, some force that comes off of that. What if it's like really and truly infecting me with a virus? How does that work? Hmm. Is it infecting him with a virus? Well, yes. Now, is he speaking spiritually? Well, portal. Physically? He's saying the portal opens, evil comes out, there's diseases, there's uh-huh. sickness coming out of this portal, and he could be taking it in. I see. What if it is really like that, see? I think we ought to sue. I'm sorry, what? He thinks we should sue based on the opening of the portal, I'm assuming? I think we ought to sue. Mm-hmm. Who do we sue? Sue. I think we ought to sue. Right, we That's got that point. Got that point. Okay. Were there any warnings before that sh- Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, so he wants to sue the NFL. Well, for the halftime and show. Sure. Would the warning would say something along the lines of portal about to portal be open. about to be open. Please hide or whatever. Uh, right. Right. Or don't watch this if you're susceptible to the devil. To the portal, for example. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any warnings. He's right about that. He, he is right. Is, there yeah. were no warnings. Were there any warnings? No, no, still no. 12-year-old young son whose hormones are just getting ready, just starting to operate. Is there any warning that he, what he's going to see might cause him to get sexually excited? What about you, sir? <laughs> Stop making my son's horny. Right? Right? I mean, imagine how many warnings there would have to be on TV in general at that point. Oh, commercials. Yeah. Every, Everything. I mean, doesn't matter. It's no. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we ought to go sit down in the courtroom okay. and present this as evidence. I would like you to do that because yeah. of how the, the whoever. Okay. But why? Whoever. This is the he's least gotta, focused. He's got to work on his case. This is the least focused yeah. case ever. I hope he doesn't represent himself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand. He started with what if, mm-hmm. meaning he doesn't know it's possible. He, it's also possible that it's not. He, correct. That's not an argument for court, though. That's just playing both sides. Right. Mm-hmm. Keeping me from getting into the kingdom of heaven. Is it possible that the uh, Super Bowl he's seen it. so, mm-hmm. right. yes, keeps him from getting into heaven? Because I mean, he's been exposed. Right. Good judge. Right? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Could I go into a courtroom and say, viewing what you put on that screen put me in danger of hellfire? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I wish he would. I hope so. I wish he would. <laughs> put me in danger of hellfire. I, I would start watching Your court Honor? TV. <laughs> It would be so good. It would, Honor, be, it would put be the OJ case. It put me in, in danger of hellfire. Mm-hmm. Could the court say... <laughs> could the court say that's that doesn't apply here? That, yeah, the court could say could that. definitely say that. Sure. It doesn't apply here because pornography, the right to porn overrides your right to watch it. Yeah, but you didn't tell me I was going to watch it. You just brought it into my living room. You didn't tell me. You didn't tell me there were going to be crop shots. I would have prepared more, too. I got to be honest. I felt let down by the by the promotion. And now I'm starting to think it's the guy from Kimmel that just yells behind press it conferences. It does sound like it. It uh, does sound like it, but th- it's not. Have you ever even seen a warning like that? I've never even seen a warning that he's talking about. I can't imagine a show that's like, hey, there's going to be sexual dancing in this show. Sometimes they tell you if there's going to be a strobe light. That's very different. That you could okay. maybe sue for. Okay, sure. Yeah, he's right. So well, you should know better. You should know better because it's J Lo and whoever that was. You should know she's an expert in crop shots. Is she? And how dare he forget right. Shakira? Speak right? Her name. I mean, sir. it put some respect on her name. <laughs> she was Y'all the standout. Know that? No, I I protect my eyes. I didn't know that about her. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. This is a crazy old man. Mm-hmm. You know what this guy needs? 
some porn. And you see it late. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love watching the NFL. I want to watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to watch that. Mm-hmm. Why can't I stop yelling? He's like Destiny. He was just watching it because it was on. Mm-hmm. He like couldn't even change it. There's nothing you can do. Nothing he can There's do. There's nothing Lost you can the do. Remote. That's right. If they bring that into my house, is that not discriminatory? That's discriminatory not, against the bodies I have in my house. I don't yeah, think it definition. is. You can't just do that. I mean, you can. Yeah. I'm going to sue him. Okay. Please. For how much? Uh, you're asking us. Yeah. I mean, I mean how, how do you put a price on your soul going to hell? It's, I mean, it's going to be pricey. Yeah. If, if you are, if you've got hellfire raining down on you. Right. Uh, it's a hundred million. hundred million? Yeah, I was living a normal life. Uh-huh. Then yeah. I saw Shakira and J-Lo and now I'm going to hell. Right. $250 million. Okay. I want to assume for about $867 trillion. Oh. Very exciting. <laughs> $867 trillion. <laughs> I you just can't round that up or down I'd a like to bit? see the calculations as to how we got to that. <laughs> oh, please take that to court. Wouldn't oh, that be the best thing ever? So many good interviews. So many, so much good depositions. Best thing ever. I'd be in. I would be in, too. Kevin in the morning. Kevin in the morning. Kevin in the morning. With Ali and Jensen. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Jensen, you saw the uh, Shaka Khan National Anthem. I did, yeah. I was watching live during the NBA All-Star Game. Thoughts? Uh, well, you know. Has she ever heard it? It's Shaka Khan, man. She's a, a, an absolute icon. She's a legend. Mm-hmm. And then it, during it, I went, is this terrible? And then, I, uh, is this terrible? And then I saw the reaction. They did the camera panning through players, and they were laughing, and a couple of them were like, oh, what's this note? And I went, oh, it is terrible, and everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. It's bonkers. It's not great. No. Mm. I had to edit it because it's not possible to listen to it in its entirety. No, we wouldn't allow that. It would kill you. But Mm -hmm. this is part of Shaka Khan's national anthem. Here to perform the Star Spangled Banner is acclaimed singer, songwriter, and 10-time Grammy winner from Chicago, Shaka Khan. All right. Warm reception. 10 Grammys, man. Sure. All right, so there you're like, I don't know, is this great? That's what I was thinking. I was like, is that is that good or bad? And I said, it feels bad, but it's Shaka Khan, so it's got to be good. The bombs bursting in oh. Oh. oh, no. I mean, come on now. Yeah. I don't. Don't. Come on now. Uh, give me a little more. Okay. Give me a little more. That our flag was still there. 
Good weird places. There's some semblance to the song in there. And right when you think, okay, now we're getting back on yes, track. Yes. She's hitting the right note. No. This is going to, she's going to redeem herself she now. She just derails it within the next couple notes. And that one was, it. that's the cat noise there. That's like, ah, it's a screech. <laughs> this. Oh. Still, I sort of feel what Jensen is saying, which is, is this great? It's not great. Or is it terrible? It's terrible. And the players' reactions as they're passing them, it's like they would show Kawhi, even Kawhi, who's cool as a cucumber, right. and every, he's still like, Ooh. like you can see everybody's <laughs> shoulders just going low. Yeah. Bring it home. No, no, sir. Possibly still be singing. Like, if we checked in, is she still singing? That's possible, yeah. Possible. That is possible. I mean, she's up there with some of the worst. Yeah. She's not as bad as Roseanne. Right. Oh, that can't be Roseanne. This is perfect. I hope that's Roseanne. And this had a similar reaction from players. Yes, but at least she's singing the notes. Mm. Yeah. She's trying to make them sexy, which I don't think is the Mm -hmm. move. Nope. Oh, no. (laughs) And she took long breaks, too, like here. And that's when they would, you know, show people in the crowd trying not to laugh. Yeah. For the Well, now, those aren't hitting notes at all. I mean, it's, you can see what she's going trying, for. Trying. You, you can tell what she's going for. It's a little for. pitchy dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not as bad as Roseanne. I'll say, can you see I can't believe this happened. I can't either. And then didn't she spit? Yeah, she grabbed her crop. This uh, is literally a sprint. Yeah. Laughing. And she's laughing because <laughs> people start booing. Yeah. yeah. At that point, people start booing, and it's like, oh, my God, they're actually booing me during the anthem. I mean, only thing I'll say is she was trying to get it over with quick. Right. I respect that. Or Carl Lewis. You remember Carl oh, Lewis? Oh, yeah. Oh, say can you see and the rockets red flag. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He says, uh-oh. 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 Now he's going to make the people a promise. I'll make up for it now. There you go. Huh. All right. For the land of the free. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that had training wheels on it. Uh, and R. Kelly did his own version uh, of Robert. the Robert. That our flag was still there. Clap your hands, y'all. That star. What's happening? Uh, it's happening to the. 
It's a national anthem. Just sing it. Do you know how bad of a person you have to be for that not to be the worst thing you've ever done? (laughs) (laughs) This is Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. K-Rock. Wait, you're supposed to wash pillows? You're talking pillowcases. No. Pillowcases. Obviously, you wash pillowcases every time you wash the sheet. Yeah, we do that. Thank God. Then the segment's over. Okay. Good good news. Hit the thingy. Guys. What? I am disgusted. When I brought up last week, I said, you guys, I saw on Twitter like this huge, shocking tweet. (sighs) This woman wrote, it has come to my attention that people don't wash their pillows. Cases. You mean cases. Pillows, Kevin. Okay. Stanky ass white man. Stanky <laughs> ass white man. Guys, wash your pillows. Your pillows are hard and flat because they're now just stuffing soaked in drool and head goo. Wash them. F. Then put them in the dryer with a tennis ball. To which a guy I follow retweeted that and in all caps wrote, People don't wash their pillows? And it sparked this whole conversation where people were like, no, I wash my pillowcases, or I have one of those zip covers on. Well, great. It's good that you're washing those once mm-hmm. a week. Right. But you should Once a be week? Wash- I'm supposed to be washing my pillow once your a week? pillowcases once a week when you And then do how it- often for a pillow? I'm getting there. Oh, God. This God. is just... I've never even thought about Dang washing it. my pillow. Never even thought Some about it. Some experts say... Are you serious? Swear never? to God, I've never thought about it. Oh, Some experts say every season, so that's four times a year. Okay. Others say twice a year. Sleepadvisor.org says every three weeks. No. Every three weeks. Here is what is getting on your pillow. Regardless if you use a pillowcase or a zip-up cover, Mm -hmm. saliva, sweat, oils, dry skin, dust mites, all living in your pillow. I saw a guy's comment that said, I've had the same pillow since high school. <laughs> this man had been on the news for 15 years. It's got to be at least 30 years that he's had that same pillow since okay. high school. So my household, I did yes. ask this weekend because okay. I wanted to know how come I've never thought about the idea of washing, washing my pillow. pillow. Right. We switch out our pillows that's, every few months. That's Oh, every few. Okay, we then do, that's yeah. actually twice a, a, lot, a lot sooner than most. Yes. Wait, they so switch them out meaning you we like buy get new a ones. new one. Buy new ones. Yes. Oh, okay. new yeah, yeah. Throw them out. All right. Okay, a lot of people said, oh, no, I just toss mine. And I, I put a poll up on my Instagram, uh-huh. and a lot of people said, oh, no, when my pillow gets gross, I just I toss it. Mm-hmm. To which I responded, how often? I don't know, every, like, three or four years? Okay, no, <laughs> see, that's, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. It's disturbing. Where do we find out what we're supposed to be doing? There's I, a, a lot of questions okay. here, but... People also say, well, it's just going to ruin the pillow. Just throw it in the washing machine. I throw two in at a time, so that way they, it's not like getting all discombobulated. What's the tennis ball thing? The tennis ball thing is to put it in the dryer, so the tennis ball is bouncing around in there and fluffing it at the same time. <laughs> but here's the concerning thing. Too much. If <laughs> you do not dry your pillow correctly, like the right amount of time, it's in there just getting all moldy. And disgusting. Okay, so, Wait, so now you're, you're adding more problems? So it's yeah, disgusting you, if you don't wash it, and it's disgusting if you do. No, if, it's disgusting if you don't dry it enough. Okay. All I'm saying is this. A lot of people were commenting in, in the comments, you know what? I had never thought about washing my pillow. I did it two months ago. I have terrible allergies. I've now been waking up 
without a stuffy nose, oh. without the burning eyes, without anything, because your pillow is disgusting and it's what you've been sleeping on, you nasty, nasty people. I think we have an important question to ask. Yes, please. Mugs. Oh, come on. How long have you had your pillow? I would say about eight years. Right. And oh. have you ever washed it? Oh my gosh. Not once. Right. And I and I, to be honest with you, I think it's a majority of us. Have you ever uh, thought absolutely. of washing it? Not not once. Is this a surprise? Well, what I only say is this is a surprise. It has me flabbergasted really. It's a surprise to a lot of people. Here's the poll that Yashar Ali did on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Do you wash your pillows? Yes, 26.4%. No, 35%. Right. Didn't know I should. 32%. Mm. Yes. That's a large majority of not washing your pillow. So I put I put a poll on my um, Instagram. Do you wash your pillow? The actual pillow, not the pillowcase. Of course, 44%. What? Wait, no. 56%. Right. And I think a lot of the of course people are lying. We're lying. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it can't I be true. I don't think a lot of people know you're supposed to wash your pillow. You disgusting people sleeping on that drool and mice. What drool is on my pillow? A lot. Of, if if we were to go to your houses right now and looked at your pillow, Under I a guarantee black light? it's yellow all on the outside. Mugs, what? That's not drool. <laughs> all right. I don't know. It's Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. L.A. and O.C.'s alternative rock. The uh, news blows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It's so negative, and that's why we like a feature on this show called Great News. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. But we'll try to make that feeling go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News. How long do you guys want to live? Uh, Another year or two. That's so sad so and so dark. No, I, uh, I don't know. Mid-90s? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll go 88. Yeah, I'm fine mid-80s. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, yeah. I'll go first, I guess. Uh, when they say death does us part, they don't mean longer than 75 years either, do they? <laughs> like, that's too long, right? That's too long. I don't, I don't know if that's... I don't know. That does seem like a long time. Uh, well, Texas is John Charlotte Henderson. Uh, they're now in the Guinness Book of World Records. They're a couple. They've been married now for... 80 years. Wow. They dated for oh five my. before they got married. They're together now for 85 in total as a couple. They're the oldest married couple of all time. If you add up their ages, John is 107. <gasps> wow. Charlotte is 105. Is it possible that they're just don't have the energy to get a divorce? <laughs> like they don't even know who each other is at this point. Uh, they first met in 1934 at the University of Texas, and they both knew immediately that they had met someone special. Charlotte says uh, she still gets a handmade Valentine card yearly from him with a love note written in it. Isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. Uh, and though they never had any children, which I assume is one reason they've lived so long, they have been <laughs> happily retired since the 70s. Here is John talking about what it felt like to be recognized by the Book of World Records. Overwhelming. It, actually, we never thought anything like this could come to. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> he's, he said come true. We didn't die it. Okay, he sentence. Didn't, yeah. It sounded okay. like perhaps. Come to right. and then. Mm-hmm. And then uh, despite their old age, both are extremely healthy. John reads the paper every day. And they, uh, the question they get asked the most is obvious. How do you make it work? How do you keep your marriage together? Here's John's response. Take every day in stride. Uh, try to make tomorrow a better day than today. 
And don't listen to your wife ever. Keep walking. I can just about walk. I can't hold a walk. Uh -huh. I can't see too far, and I can't hear too good. Uh, when asked what life would be uh, like without Charlotte, John replied, well, I don't know. I never tried it. Uh, Charlotte was, Charlotte was <laughs> wow. quick, quick Sounds to Sounds like he wants to. And Charlotte was quick to stress, <laughs> and he better not. Uh, and for the big anniversary of 80 years, what did they do? Here is a news reporter in Texas giving us the details. For their anniversary celebration, John picked up Charlotte the same way he did on their first date, driving a 1920s roadster what? and carrying a bouquet. 107 and he's driving? He's still driving. Wow. He, can't, listen, he can't drive far. He just drives within the little community, but he's still driving. I don't. <laughs> I'm just. This is. Oh, dear. It's great news for a little longer. Okay. Just like a couple okay. more weeks okay. tops. Uh, and that's adorable to me. So true love does exist with these two. And that is why it's my great news. Wow. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was good. That was something. That guy um, drives. Mm-hmm. One, I mean, seven. And wow. By yeah. the way, just like a couple feet. He doesn't <laughs> drive. A lot can happen in a couple feet. True. That's True. All I'm saying. <laughs> so I saw a picture that was circulating that made my heart just swell. It's a little boy named Oliver that is in a wheelchair, and his mom turned around because he wasn't right behind her at the Target and realized he had stopped in his wheelchair to look up at an ad that they had that also had another little boy in a wheelchair. He was just stopped and staring at this in awe. And it made my heart swell because you know what? Representation really does matter. And representation of all kinds absolutely matters. And this is something that Target is actually really good at, making sure that everybody feels welcome, not only in their stores, but through their advertising. So she snapped a picture of this and it of course went viral. And she wrote, thank you, Target. Today, Oliver stopped me dead in his tracks and turned back around to see this picture that he spotted. We are going to put it up at Kevin Mornings on Twitter. It is just such a precious picture. And she wound up getting a response back from the little boy's mother who's in the picture, the model, if you will, of the kid. And it's just so lovely that now they are starting this kind of friendship I'm having a lot of ads popping up on my computer as I'm trying to do the story, and it's not cool. Is it for at Target? All. Is it because you've said their name? They're, oh, big sale at Target, you guys! This is amazing. How about that. But as this photo was circulated, she saw um, her son Colton was the boy featured in the Target ad, and she wrote, "I'm that little boy in the Target displays mom, and this picture has me in tears. Tell Ollie he can do anything he puts his mind to." And all sorts of people started posting pictures of their kids in front of ads that they related to, like a little girl posing in front of a picture where the girl in the picture has Down syndrome. So she's posing in front of that. Another um, mother talked about how her daughter, who hates her freckles, saw a picture of an African-American girl with light skin and freckles. And she's like, wait a minute, she's just like me. I have freckles and her freckles are so pretty. That's just like me. It's just a beautiful thing when people that usually don't see themselves portrayed in a great light. You're seeing this inclusivity and this beauty. And to have it be for little kids that then are going to see that more and more, I think that's just a beautiful thing. Plus, my God, Target. Right? God, I love it so much. Great, great Like, place. it is a real sickness, me and Did Target. Did you see the thing that went viral the this week? The little girl uh. that had a birthday party at Target. We're going to talk oh, about that to. coming up. Have in to. It's, it's, it's magic. It is absolutely magic. That is why Target. <laughs>
is my great news. Back in November, Karen and Dustin Moore had been on their way to California after becoming proud parents to an eight-day-old baby girl. They get on the plane, and by the way, I've been here. They have an eight-day-old baby, and they know everyone hates them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everyone absolutely. on that plane hates them. Yeah. So he's like apologizing, apologizing, apologizing as they go back. Um, and then I'm going to read his words. Um, I offered numerous apologies to passengers while maneuvering the aisle with four bags. About mid-flight, our daughter awoke and politely informed us that she wanted a new do- um, diaper. After inquir- inquiring about a space for a table change, uh, a thoughtful flight attendant named Jenny cleared a place in the back of the plane and gave us privacy. As the doting dad changed the daughter's diaper, the flight attendant named Bobby greeted them with a warm smile and inquired about our daughter, and he congratulated us before walking away. My wife and I exchanged curious looks, but thought nothing, nothing of it. Um, to their shock, Bobby's voice then came over the intercom a few minutes later announcing the Moore's adoption, and the plane erupted in applause. Oh. Hmm. Bobby then told the passengers he would be passing out pens and napkins so everyone could write notes of encouragement to the new parents. The crew gathered the napkins, then read a few of their favorites over the intercom. Come on with this flight. Who are these dreams? These are great people. Amazing people. And here's why it happened. Bobby... Uh, and Jenny uh, ended up collecting more than 60 napkins, but he says they the uh, spontaneous baby shower was him paying it forward because this happened with him and his bride. They got married, and the same thing happened where everybody was given napkins and write down their messages of support, mm-hmm. and he's paying that kindness forward to this couple. Very nice. Making sure that the entire plane is in on... Giving, you know, thoughts of encouragement and hope to this but family. The question is, were they reclined in their great seats? Great question. I mean, that is Because okay. yeah. if they reclined, question. they don't. I don't know if they deserve this. Okay. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I don't know the answer to that, but that's my great news. Because you don't see that often. Mm, not you at don't. all. Very nice. That is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. How stressed they must have been. Oh, First of all, God. eight days old. Should the baby have been flying? Right. That's a whole other question. Listen, I'm Did not Did you write judging. that on your napkin? Not that, yeah, why is the baby flying? I mean, really. But my gosh, the, just the stress of having a brand new baby and not knowing really what to do at all. Yeah. And then have everybody be that kind. That is Very lovely. Nice. a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right, we're going to uh, take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do a scientific survey. So mm-hmm. 1-800-520-1067. We need um, jurors. Yes. Yeah. We're not going to tell you what it's about, right. and then we're going to take. We're going to let you decide something that we've been arguing about. Mm-hmm. We will do a scientific survey next. K-Rock, L-A-N-O-C's Alternative Rock. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. K-R-O-Q-F-M. Recline your seat or don't recline your seat. Yeah. I it's- say don't. <sighs> I say, listen, I don't say don't. I say be considerate. Okay. But above what? Of someone being tall behind you? Yeah. Yes. No, it's not how it works. You pay the same price as everyone else, I mean, or at least close to, and, and one of the options that the plane gives you is reclining your seat. If they want to stop giving that option, I'll have a different opinion. But for right now, we're all paying the same fee so that we can move our seat back. And the people who can't move their seat back are paying less of a fee because they're in, like, the back row. We've went over this, and I'm right. We know this. I mean, we, we, we have gone over this. Yes. I'm not sure you're right, though. I know I am right. Because here's, here's, it is not an option that you just don't. Then I won't pick. I'll be like, that guy's too tall. Got to move seats over and over again. No one will sit anywhere. Man, your life is so hard. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm saying be considerate. I'm saying if there's somebody behind you that doesn't have a lot of room. Ruin your day for him or her. It doesn't ruin your day to be nice. 
Mm. Not that hard. How much are you really reclining? Do we know the actual <laughs> It's like an inch number? and a half. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's very little. But it's not the part, like, it's not the butt part of your seat. So Mm-mm. you're not moving that back. So how is it affecting? I'm, I'm asking this I'm, as I, okay. a short okay. So I think the real answer is. I am is, barely five foot two. It right. appears, based on what I've seen online, that it's more about the people who have their tray out. Okay. That is the thing that really pushes, because you're then losing even more room. Because the tray of the person but who's But I'll taller. say this. As okay. a person who's six foot two, uh-huh. my knees are already hitting the seat in front of me. If, okay. they, if they tilt back, that hurts. Okay. And I have to move my knees and I can't sit comfortably. And I don't know why it's such a big deal to just ask and just say, hey, do you mind? Yeah. And then you say yes and I still move it back? Yeah, sure. <laughs> there's the play. There we go. Sure. We did it. Uh, this is the CEO of Delta Airlines talking about the same thing. It's the etiquette, though. I want to know what the etiquette is. If you're a tall guy, you, Ed, you are a tall guy. You are in coach. I am. And somebody's in front of you, I and am. they want to go all the way back. Is it appropriate to even say to them, hey, I'm really tall or whatever it is. Could you, could you be a favor and don't go back? Do they have every right to go as far back as they want? They paid for the ticket. I, I think customers have the right to recline. Uh, we've been testing uh, reduced recline and, and seeing response on that. We actually have a fair amount of our fleet on a reduced recline as a result of that. But I think the, the proper thing to do is if you're going you're gonna to recline into somebody that you ask if it's okay first, and then you uh, do it. But, oh, but you have at to the same ask? time, I think it's every oh, customer. Oh, that's interesting. You think you, they say, well, I, 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 never, I never say anything myself, though. You don't say anything. Do you, oh, do you think you should, the etiquette is to ask the person behind if you can recline? I, th- I think if there, if someone knows there's a tall person behind them and they, they want to recline their seat, I think the, the polite thing would be to, to make certain it was okay. Interesting. Uh, I, I never recline because I, uh, I don't think it's, it's something that's not right. Sir, okay. Easy. All right. Sir. Okay. My seat. First of couple all, issues, yeah. First you of go all, ahead, Allie. Zip it. One, <laughs> dude hasn't flown no. in coach for decades. No, right. this is this is truly a question he can't uh, yeah. answer as someone who is obviously first class every flight. Absolutely. Yeah. Second of all, your airline is dumping fuel on kids on the playground. <laughs> yeah. Sit this one out, chief. <laughs> this doesn't I mean, seem to be his airline's on. biggest issue right yes. now. No. no. All right, listen, it's time for a scientific survey. Let's do this. It's time for Kevin and the Morning Scientific Survey. All right. So we have people on hold that have listened to this entire thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to let them vote, and then that will be legally that's binding. It. Yeah, that's that's the truth. Uh, Jamie? And honey, yeah. Oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've listened to, that, you listened to that entire conversation. So what's the, what's the etiquette when you're on a plane? I'm with Jensen all the way. Recline that back, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you very much, Heimer. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. One for the wrong way. Matthew in Los Angeles. Good morning. Morning, guys. How's it going? Good. Morning. Thank you. So recline the seat or no? 100% recline that seat. You paid for the seat. Yep. Recline it. There's no etiquette involved. It, I mean, yes, if there's a super tall guy, he has the right to ask you to not recline it, but Correct. you by no means need to... Ask him before you recline your seat. Yes, Matthew. Yeah, and it's not your fault. Our fault. You're tall. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the CEO sounds like a babbling idiot. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, we all agree on that. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. All right. So. Wow. Two to nothing, mm, you guys. About that. Mm. Patrick in Monrovia. Good morning. 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 I say, do not recline. Oh, oh, the other way. What is your reasoning here? You just think it's not a right we're given? Just courtesy to other people, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows, we're in a cramped space, and if you're in coach, I mean, you're in an even crammer space. So you are in a crammer space. Kind of he is, my yeah. fellow man. He is right. right about the cramp. Patrick, how tall? Hey, are you? Oh, oh, sorry. He's gone. 
I'm six eight. Oh, that <laughs> oh makes right, sense, that then. makes sense. Okay. Let's Our go. next caller, Taco <laughs> Fall from the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Let's go to Dan and Pico Rivera. Good morning, Dan. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. All right, we have right. two votes to one so far. All right. Well, if I don't get is that you know if you're if you're very large, the airline makes you buy two seats sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you're very tall, why don't they make you buy two seats, one in front, one in back? I say the options there. You are to recline. Not I wrong. Guess that. Thank you, Dan. Wow. Not wrong. Not a bad That's point. That's not a bad point. I never even thought about that. Interesting. Yeah. That way, you you 100 have control over the recline. Mm-hmm. I buy both the seats. Thank you. So you're going to make me buy two seats everywhere I go? I mean, I don't need you to do that, but if you need to control the <laughs> recline, absolutely. I mean, I, you have then you have the right. You paid for it. The people have spoken. Yeah. I'm curious, though, mm-hmm. to hear a couple more. Is that bad? Like, I know the people have spoken, but I, I would love to hear. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. Um, let's go to Carrie in Fontana. Good Hi. morning, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. What up, boo? Uh... I would say recline. It's, I was going to agree with that other guy. If you're tall, go buy a first-class seat and let me recline. There, even better. Wow. Even a better point, Carrie. Spoken, <laughs> spoken like a short poor. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 5'9". Yeah. So you're 5'9"? Yeah, yeah, I'm 5'9". All right. Okay. She she makes a good point in the idea that not even buying two seats, just you got to upgrade then, bro. You know, do, go it doesn't mean there. you have money just because you're tall. Yeah, tell people have money. They do. <laughs> yeah, a lot yes. of people don't know that. I didn't yeah. By the way, it's, sw- it's sweeping the board, man. Yeah. It really is. Should we do one more? Yeah, yeah. Gabriel. Right. Gabriel and Stanton, good morning. It's usually... It's- Ali, Jensen, recipes, Bean. Yes. Uh, your thoughts? Um, yeah. Recline that seat. The recline that seat. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Heaven. This is crazy. Heaven did not see this coming. It's been a long time since something was this dominant. Yeah, yeah I, I, it truly is the right we are given. I'm so happy that here in America we can still have human rights and the ability to do what we are given the chance to do. And I'm saying, would it kill you to just be thoughtful? Yes, it would. <laughs> okay. That was Kevin in the morning scientific survey. When we come back, we will have a brand new guest list. Uh, very excited about this one. It's kind of a fast food report-ish. Tune right. in soon. Here we go. Kevin in the morning with Ali and Jensen on K-Rock. LANOC's Alternative Rock. Leading Ladies, a concert and celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. On Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Jensen picks a list. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this one. Uh, this is a guest list that gets us into uh, a little bit of the fast food report adjacent. I'm very excited to get you into it, but for now, it's the guest list. It's the guest list. It's 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 the guest list. Come on in, gather round. We're gonna count it down. Yeah. It's 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 the guest list. It's 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 the guest list. Come on in, gather round. We're gonna count it down. Guest list. What do you know? Guest list. It's time to show. Guest list. Don't you blow up? Guest list. Come on, let's go. The guest list. Beautiful. Uh, All right, so let's get into it. This week, all right, so what I do is I give you sort of a ranking down of something from the website Mm Ranker.com. In this case, uh, 11,000 votes, almost 12,000 votes. Okay. 
And uh, I have the top ten list in front of me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you guys to pick which ones are on the list, and uh, you'll get a point for every one you come up with. Easy enough. Very easy. So this week, we are going to be counting down the best family restaurant chains in America. Best family restaurant chains. In America. Again, almost 12,000 votes. People were asked, what is the best family restaurant chains in America? Now I ask you to give me restaurants that show up in the top 10. So let's start with our friend Kevin Ryder. Uh, Johnny Rockets. Oh, nice. Johnny Rockets. Not in the top 10. Oh, I I got a nice out of Ellie. So I think they probably aren't as big in other areas. Mm. Decent pick. Uh, Johnny Rockets not on the list. Let's move to Muggs. Applebee's. Mm-hmm. Very good pick. Mm. Applebee's, number six. Oh, all right. On the board, Applebee's, number six on the board. Moving on to Allie McKay. Chili's. Chili's is number seven. Ooh, oh. right. All right, right next to each other, six yeah. and seven. Uh, we're moving on to Kevin Ryder. Denny's. Denny's. Boom. Number 10, yeah. everybody is on the board. Yep, Denny's job. number 10. Again, we are counting down the best family restaurant chains in America has voted 12,000 times. Muggos. The International House of Pancakes has got to be on the list. IHOP, or uh, briefly named IHOP, number three. <laughs> All right. Oh. We are running the board right now. Uh, we are moving on to Allie McKay. Golden Corral. <laughs> Golden Corral. Can I use that one? <laughs> Not on the board. Golden Corral. Cheap people. Running out of picks, I assume, to get to Golden Corral. Uh, Kevin Ryder. Golden Corral. (laughs) Have you ever been to Golden Corral? Not on the list. I don't remember. A lot of families in Utah. I'm surprised you picked Golden Corral over Hooters for family family food. Okay, uh, let's go to Muggos. TGI Fridays. Yeah. Uh, TGI Fridays, number nine. Love it. All right, Mug's back on the board. Uh, we're going to Allie McKay. That went too fast to you, I think. It really did. Okay. Who has the Bloomin' Onion? Uh, that, that, that you does can't not ask seem, questions. I was going to say, I would stay away from... Uh, Outback Steakhouse! Outback Steakhouse, number five. <laughs> <laughs> she screams it at me. All right. Uh, we go to Kevin, correct? Bob's Big Boy. Bob's Big Boy. Boom. Not in the top 10. Uh, It is number 18. Uh, Muggos. Let's go. (laughs) Holy moly. I'm I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese. Not uh, not in the top 10. Uh, It, however, is deep in the 20s. Damn. It is 29. Uh, Allie McKay, back to you too quick, I think. Soup plantation. Soup plantation. (laughs) Not a list, although I'm a big fan despite the name. a lot of families. Yeah, a lot of families. Not in the top 40. Not in the top 40. Uh, Last round. Not in the top 40. Not in the top 40, (laughs) no. Uh, What is it? We're two, two, Uh, and one? One for Kevin, two for me, three for us. Oh, wow. Let's get to the final round then. Let's go, Kevin. Hardee's. Hardee's. Not on the list. Not Mm. in the 40. Uh, not in the 40. No, not in the top 40. Makes it so much worse. All right, we're moving to Muggos. Again, uh, we are talking uh, top family restaurant chains in America. Here we go. Hometown Buffet. Hometown Buffet. Nice. Not oh. on the list, which will get the chan- that'll give the chance to Allie to tie it up. Allie, what is one of the top 10 best family restaurant chains in America? Sizzler. Oh. Mm. Give me Sizzler. 
No, so they're not on the list. We have not time traveled to the 80s. So it is not one of the top family restaurant chains in America. So that gives Muggos the win, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so would you guys want to hear the top 10? Yes, please. Sure. Okay, cool. So let's start with 15. Uh, we have Dave & Buster's at 15, mm-hmm. KFC at 14, Dairy Queen at 13, Subway uh, 12, Fuddruckers 11, and then let's get in the top 10. First, number 10, you guys got Denny's. See you at Denny's. <laughs> Pulled the clips of the things they <laughs> end the commercials that's, with. That's quite a line. Uh, number nine, TGI Fridays. Now at TGI Fridays. Uh, all right. <laughs> Great clips. Listen, I was surprised, by the way, how boring some of these ending of commercials are. Number eight, you didn't get Red Lobster. Oh. Endless Shrimp is back at Red Lobster. Okay. <laughs> I was pulling these all last night and going, why don't they have catchphrases? Why not? None of them. Uh, number seven, uh, one of the great songs. Uh, you got this one, Chili's. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Good, baby, good jingle right here. Yeah. I want my baby back, Chili's baby back. That's the best song about ribs. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's a true bop. Uh, six, Applebee's. Applebee's. Now that's eating good in the neighborhood. All right. Uh, that's their slogan, yeah. Number five you got because Allie racked her brain a bit. That was the Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys know that in high school I went to the Outback Steakhouse because someone told me that the waiters have to have that accent. And then I got there and the guy's like, what would you guys like to drink? And I was like, I don't want to eat here anymore. <laughs> you thought they were all Australian? Yeah, someone convinced me they're faking the accents. Uh, number four you did not get. It is one of the best Red Robin. Red uh, Robin. Yum. Yum. Yum? Is that their song? Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. And it is. Uh, number three you did get, that's IHOP. IHOP. Eat up every moment. Sure. Uh, two, i uh, shocked. One and two were not taken in okay. this game. Wow. Okay. Number two, it's where family always is, Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Oh. When you're here, you're family. I mean, oh, man. It's an easy Garden. one. And the number one family restaurant chain in America you did not get. It's obviously slightly regional, but I did think you'd come up with it. It is... Cracker Barrel Old Country Store. Oh, Eat, God. shop, relax. Oh, Cracker Barrel. It's, it's based in family. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, a mm. lot of families. But <laughs> congratulations to Bugs who was able to pull that off. And that was this week's guest list. The guest list. This is Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. The world famous K-Ross. What's happening, Allie? First of all, you're not off the hook for... Uh, you're binging a show that none of us have yeah, heard Yeah, during the break you said, I binged a TV show this weekend, yeah. and then mm-hmm. you named it, and both Ali and I said, that's a fake show. We're <laughs> going to talk about that uh, coming Are up. Are we? Okay. Because, guys, remember when we were talking about uh, Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas yes. writing pretty much a great 007 yes. Bond movie theme? Mm-hmm. Yep. And we were wondering, oh, do they know anything about the movie? Are they given, like, little hints, whatever? We now know. Mm. Phineas spoke about the track's origins in a new interview with British GQ saying that it's based on the first 20 pages of the film's script. Here's what he said. He said, we wrote No Time to Die on a tour bus. Which, again, I mean, right. either they're in their bedrooms they or on a tour bus. They, they will don't not go to a go studio. To a studio. No studio. They refuse. Studios will ruin the run. It really will. Yeah. He said, specifically, in the bunks of our tour bus, we were given the first 20 pages of the script. I guess that's up to the point when the song comes in during the movie, right? That's how all of the Bond films open up. So we were able to read the first 20 pages, which was obviously incredible. It gave us such a good steer and such insight into whether the song would fall where the song would fall and the tone it makes it easier than having to write the whole song based on the entire movie or in fact none of the movie so Billy and I wrote the song recorded the demo sent it to them and we finished it in London listen to this 
with Hans Zimmer doing the orchestral arrangements. Uh, wow. And also... Johnny Marr from the Smiths. Wow. I mean, James Bond, Hans Zimmer, Johnny Marr, mind-blowing. You think, Phineas? Well, that's you crazy. Think? That's nuts, you guys. That's high praise. Can you imagine you wrote a song in your tour bus and then you hand it over to Hans Zimmer? He's like, I'll take it from here. And then Johnny Marr's like, me too, mate. What? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. It wasn't great. I, I liked it. Like that, that's yeah. amazing, you guys. Uh, can we ask Kevin the show he's watching now? Yeah, Kevin. What's the TV show you're watching? You binge watched. I binge watched over the weekend. Okay. Five episodes of, okay. of Strike Back. <laughs> and is Strike that Back. That's soccer? Not a, not a show. No, it's not, a, it's not soccer. It's uh, British Special Forces. It's on is Cinemax. It a scam? Is it a scam? Are you it's not a scam. Is okay. it a scam? No, it's no, it's season seven, by the way. What? I don't even know what that is. Season seven. Sorry. What? It is season what? seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's on Cinemax? Kevin. It's on Cinemax. Cinemax. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's watching Cinemax. Strike back. By the way, uh, they they began season eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Oh, eight. Yeah. That's what I'm binging then. Unbelievable. So you're picking it up at season eight? No, I watched every up every season. You, you all did in not a weekend? Watch seven seasons not, no, of the no. show. I've watched the show over the years as it's been out. No. You, so you've been watching a show for seven years yes. and we didn't know? Yes. What is it? Are you, is your favorite food still lasagna? <laughs> we're, we're learning so much about you. I feel like we're just Strike getting back. into Kevin. That's such a good, it's a Kevin pick. <sighs> it is because you love those special yes. agents kind of shows. Special forces. Wow. Strike back. Strike back. It's a pretty good wow. show. Wow. Pretty Did good. not see that coming. Pretty, pretty good. I thought you picked it up at season eight. I'm nope. like, I feel like you need some background. No, I had all, I have all background. <laughs> okay, wow. All right. Can I list off some of the stars? You told me if you've ever heard of them. Yeah. Philip Winchester. No. He's yeah, the star I, star. I remember him from uh, Strike Back. <laughs> okay. Sullivan Stapleton, which sounds like uh, a name I made up. Sullivan Stapleton. Michelle Lukes. Nope. Daniel McPherson and nope. Warren Brown. I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> So it's a British show. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, I respect it. British Special Forces. It's great. Hmm. Dave, King of Mexico. He's the only uh, only other living person that I know that knows about this show. Uh, yeah, I've never heard That's of it. That's it. I don't get Cinemax, though. Uh, okay. I only saw season one, by the way. Wow. I mean, even he dropped out. He, he watched all of Big Bang Theory. That's a lack of commitment on your part. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up with some birthdays. Dr. Dre, Ike Barinholtz, John Travolta. Molly Ringwald and Yoko Ono. No idea. I got a lot of worries. (laughs) And that's what's happening. Kevin in the morning. Kevin in the morning. Kevin in the morning. With Ali and Jensen. K-Rock. And Omar has stepped into the studio. Uh, He's the guy that got in a fight over a timeshare. Yeah. Almost came to blows. That's Almost came to blows. Stupid bitch ass salesman. The, salesman, pressure yeah. me. Hey. the wow. salesman said, Do you want to take this outside? The <laughs> yeah, salesman did, said that. Yeah. I don't know where I was. I was like, Are you kidding me? Is what? this really is this really Well, happening? you were nice enough to say I'll give you the hour. Yep. And but, you're supposed to give me a gift card at the end of that hour. A gift card and a cruise right. and uh, some tickets to a buffet. And you said, sure, absolutely. But I'm being honest with you. I'm only going to be here an hour and I don't have any interest in doing this. And they said, that's fine. Yep. But when it came time to crunch time. Yeah. They uh, tried to pressure me and I, I didn't have a good time during that one specifically. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I, but I, have, I have had some success in this. Really? And I, yeah. So in t- just sitting through the... Re- 
the sales pitch? Yeah, so, not actually so, using a timeshare. Right, right, right. No, no, never, no, never, 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 never use a timeshare. But I'm sure people out there have you know use it and have a good time. And uh, but I think we all assume that. I honestly, if I'm honest, I have no idea what a timeshare is. I know like you own a property or something, but you can only go certain dates. You're basically and other right. People yeah, you're basically, it? basically right. That's it. it. It's a rental. Yeah. Okay. I, I assume the Airbnb industry has affected it. Okay. Uh, but it was. It's sort of like you are guaranteed a vacation at a certain time every year. Okay. Uh, people have issues with that because you, you can't really mess with the dates too much. Do you much. know the other people that own no. it? As no. Oh, no. You. Yeah. It's like they sell every week. Yeah. To somebody else. Oh, you're kidding. No. Well, they give you lowered rates, but the problem is, is that you're locked in at certain points every year. And you can never get out. Well, that, that you can does never get to be a out. Problem. There are companies that are there to help you get out of the timeshares. Yes. You're kidding. No, it's like almost the, impossible. Help you get out of the contract? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> and, but I, I mean, and, and that's why we're going to take calls about this, right? Yeah. At yeah, 1 800 520 If you've had positive or negative experiences with timeshares, because I've also heard every once in a while someone grew up with a great timeshare. Hmm. I've heard people say that, like, oh, my parents had a timeshare and we loved it. Actually, I think my wife, my wife, I think she it was involved in a very small timeshare as a kid with her parents. He's and like, I think actually we had a timeshare. <laughs> I think Danielle and I lived in a timeshare. <laughs> you know, it's weird because we move out every couple months to let a random family in. I'm, I'm putting this together in wow. my head. We live in a timeshare. How about that? Uh, no, it, I, I have heard some people have good experiences, so who knows? Look, if I was going to get one, I would get one in, say, Vegas, a place that I know I'm sure. going to keep going couple times okay. a year. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd use it, I would think. I would think that would work because you know you're going to go there. Right. You know it, it's close enough. But we're talking about people who have like uh, Orlando. Like Bermuda. Well, yeah, that that for sure. But or I'm saying Hawaii, like, even. even Orlando, right. Like somewhere that you know you'll go with your family. We want to go to Disney World, oh, whatever. makes sense. But sure. the problem is kids with vacations, you can't predict where the dates are going to be. And then you're stuck with a week in Orlando and you don't have the correct dates. That's where people fall into trouble, oh. I think. Yeah, for years and years. Yeah. People I mean, fall into trouble. It's crazy. Uh, what else have you gotten from these uh, meetings that you uh, steal from a corporation? So, yeah, I love, I love just like <laughs> sitting through these presentations. Sure, because sure. The one in Cabo was the best because uh, we got a glass bottom uh, tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those glass bottom boats. We got a dinner cruise. Mm-hmm. And I had my kids, so it's, it was for four people. Right. Uh, we got a well watching. And we also got some jet ski rentals. Oh I mean, my gosh! Yeah, for so sitting an for hour, w- one hour, and that and person didn't didn't fight you. Didn't want to fight. Uh, no, they 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 kind of they didn't want to fight, <laughs> but they did bring in like you know the the, the closer, closer yeah, and yeah, that, I, I'm sure that happens. And they try to really pressure you, but at that point, I was just like, I'm not in the market, and I was just like la 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 la. And they they, they knew I wasn't going to mm. do it. They're you like, know? sir, can you take your headphones off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for the closer, Please. just for the closer. Yeah, we want the closer. Stop to come listening in. to music for a minute. And then on my honeymoon, I also I also sat through one and this was crazy because um they uh, escorted us to us to our room and we're like hey if you sit through an hour presentation you could have this room and it was an upgraded suite so we got the upgraded suite and we got horseback riding and scuba lessons all wow. just thrown wow. in yeah. Nice. yeah it was cool and they didn't give you crap no uh these people were super cool because they were like drunk during the presentation sure. they were just there partying so they didn't really care hmm. yeah so it was cool all right we're gonna take your calls 1-800-520-1067 Yvonne you hold on uh, her parents have three of them. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. I, I'm excited to hear if it's good or bad. And we will take the calls next on K Rock. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. LANOC's alternative rock. KROQ. Talking about timeshares, good or bad experiences. Yvonne, good morning. Hi, good morning, you guys. How are you? We are good, thank you. Tell us about your timeshare time. 
share. Okay, time. so I wanted to get you guys up to speed on these timeshares. Oh, okay, I okay, have good. a lot of experience, in, <laughs> experience managing my parents. Oh. Um, so what it is is you buy it up front, right? You pay a fee for it. And then when you want to actually use those weeks, and that depends on whether they give you one week or three weeks, you pay maintenance fees. It's like a quarterly maintenance fee. And they go up, and there's like a board of um, – trustees and all this crazy stuff where you can vote it gets very uh cultish i guess you can say so you have to be well really on what you're doing how yeah. is it so difficult to get out of it seems like it, really it would be is. a rent like anything to, else yeah we hired a company at one point to try to get out of it and they totally gypped us like they never called us back we paid like fourteen hundred dollars wow to try to get out of so not only are timeshares tough the people to get out of timeshares are tough <laughs> yeah it is ridiculous but yeah so what you do is they'll give you a certain amount of weeks and then you use it um you don't have they don't give you they don't tie you into certain dates mm-hmm. but they will tie you into a location now say i want to go to europe mine is in Cancun. okay i want to go to in europe i have to trade that week to a third party and pay a membership for them which can range about maybe six hundred to seven hundred dollars for a five year membership. Oh, and wow. it's like go. the movie The Holiday. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's very similar. So it's a lot of money involved. Fortunately my parents kinda can afford it. So mm-hmm. I kinda tag on with them. My brother and sister hate me for that. But um yeah, there's a seminar that you usually have to participate when you get there and they just try to keep you up to speed and of course there's still Wait, be you a have family. to go to a seminar after you own it? <laughs> Yeah, and what? that's something oh, that you no. do. They don't the give you anything office. for that one. What? No. <laughs> well, they do. They'll give you, like, food and stuff. Right. And sometimes they give you booze, which is the good thing about it. But, mm. yeah, there are um, – it's pretty tricky. You just have to make sure – I mean, my parents are retired, so they take advantage of it. Mm. But you kind of have to have an open mind when you're going as far as, you know, if you're really going to be utilizing it. If you're just a one-time vacationer, like maybe once every three years, it's not going to work for you. Mm. But – they well, somehow you know, talk you into it, though. You you end up feeling like this is the best thing ever. They do. And then usually these places are beautiful. Um, they're very luxurious, especially the ones in Mexico. We just traded to Cabo, and instead of paying for a double room for $1,700, we got it for 250 bucks. But wow. the dates are kind of weird. You, you have to go, and it's, it's very... Um, you just have to be really well informed, and well, then it'll work out. Yvonne, you, you, you really sold you sold me on this because I love seminars. So it, I don't <laughs> even, need, I don't even like traveling. Point. Are you guys interested in? No, 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 no. no. Get out of the phone. No, thank you. One hundred six point seven Arrow QFM. It's Kevin in the morning with Ali and Jensen. We are talking about uh, timeshares, uh, good and bad. Peyton is on the phone mm-hmm. from Mission Viejo. Good morning, Peyton. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? We are good. Thank good. you. Good. So I thankfully have not had any too many issues myself. My parents, so I'm one of six kids, where when we were kids, they decided to buy a timeshare close to Disneyland, thinking that we would go every year, prices would stay around the same, everything would be perfect. But unfortunately, we only used it maybe twice in the entire time we've actually, my parents have actually owned it, and every year they've been pretty fortunate to rent it out. And now they have another timeshare actually with Marriott, which they go to Maui every year pretty much. Okay, so they use it every year when they go to Maui? They use the the new yeah. one they have, uh-huh. but they have one. They've had one since I was a kid. I'm 29 now, wow. and they've had it since I was probably about six years old. I would wow. say. Wow! So and they could never get out of it. Okay. Question about the Disneyland one. So they've only went twice in those almost 30 years, and then Maybe twice, yeah, yeah. So then they're able to rent it. Do they make a profit on that rental, or are they just trying to keep the money they end up paying out in maintenance, kind of thing? Pretty much, they're breaking even at that. Yeah, they sometimes make a little profit, but usually just breaking even. Hmm. Hmm. Seems, Seems like, like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Tons of work. Of work. I mean, I, and those and Way all the, too the, much work, right? the, the seminars. Yeah. Oh boy, 
Is it a cult? Yeah, it. <laughs> it's a cult, it's, right? It is. It is. All right. Drink Kool Aid. Right. <laughs> Drink the Kool Aid. Yeah. Zenu comes down at the end of the vacation. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Jennifer in Claremont. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Morning. We are good. Thank you. Uh, a long time, first time, and thank I you, really, really like the show. I miss Bean, R.I.P. Bean, but I wanted to say the show's great now. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, I have had a great experience with my timeshare. I bought one in Cabo San Lucas uh, over 20 years ago, and I figured out when I was buying it the price. I just divided it, and it worked out to having like a $100 $120 a night hotel room for a week. Mm-hmm. So I figured in a go, I would pay that much money for a hotel room, yeah. probably, vacation. Sure. And then I did join the club where you can trade it mm-hmm. with other ones. I've traded it to Hawaii and all different kinds of places. You can trade it for cruises. You can trade it for New York City. So It just seems like a lot of work. I don't know, but she's making it seem so simple. It's just pretty simple. I mean, I pay the maintenance huh. fees, but it's once a year. Mm-hmm. I have to deposit your weeks to get them, and the longer they're deposited, the more trading power you have. So you can you can upgrade your room to a nicer room, like you know, to a one bedroom or something like that. Sometimes, depending on how long <laughs> and where you're trading, they do have rules like I can't trade for another one in Cabo San Lucas. I have to go to mine. Right, right, right. So you sure. have to stay within your place when it's your same uh, same destination. Hey, Jennifer. Yeah. Does it feel kind of like a cult? No. Okay. Jennifer. <laughs> Do they make you wear a white robe and purple Nikes? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Well. Resort. They call you every morning and say, would you like to come down for breakfast? And they're trying to sell you another week. No, More. It's a cult. And also, they make you shave your head when There's you go that, down. And you, oh no longer talk, you no longer talk to your family. No that happens. Yeah. They come All looking right. for you. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Christy at El Monte. Hey, Christy. Hey, how are you? We are good. Thank you. Uh, Timeshares seem great yeah. to that last person. Yeah, it seemed like it worked for her. I used to work for a company that would try to get people out of their timeshare. Oh. Okay, so why is it? A timeshare contract. Why is it so difficult to get out? So it's all in fine print, but the timeshare contract, first of all, you can never get out of it, and your heirs inherit it. No, so what? wait, it's hold your up. Contracts in perpetuity. <gasps> hold no. up. So, so if your parents yes. bought one, it's now yes. your debt once they move on. Yes. What? Okay. Question. How is that possible? Yes. Question. Question. Which is why there's thousands and thousands of them for sale online for a dollar. Whoa. Are there really? Yeah, I'm sure because that's just the maintenance fees that you're yeah. that you're due. Chrissy, are there better ones than others? Are we? Are you painting all of no. them as bad? No. <gasps> no. They're all the same. Wow. All the same. Even the Disney Alani one. It's all the same. Right. Chrissy, is it a Do cult? Not. Yeah. Does it feel like a is cult? It a cult? <laughs> it's not a cult, but I can tell you that it's definitely practically impossible to get out of it. It'll cost you tens of thousands of dollars to get out of one. Um, that's and crazy. The, the companies that are around to try to get you out of them, they themselves are, are practically scams. Because what happens is they uh, take your $10,000 mm-hmm. to get you out of it. And then all they're doing on the back end is they then start paying your uh, facility fees. Sure. Um, and I know that because I used to be the person who would use the CEO's credit card to make the payments. Because she's, the the <laughs> she's part of the cult, you guys. She's part of the cult. 
right before we went into the segment, too. I long left this job. Right. And then what would happen is uh, they would promise you that you would make all your payments on time, but inevitably they never did. (sighs) So then it would go against your credit score. What is going on? And then contacting them and yelling, like, you were supposed to pay my credit, my my payment, and you didn't do it. So then go, okay, well, we'll pay it now. And then I would be the person who'd have to go online and make all of those payments. So the timeshare is a... To get caught up. And the um, and actually, what was happening is on the back end, the company would collect mem timeshares and then sell them back to the original company in a block at okay. a loss. All right. First, I'm nervous. Christy gets paid by the word. Uh, secondly, <laughs> I I we got an article right before we went on air about a woman who's stuck in a timeshare as well, and she's been trying, and she paid five thousand dollars to a company who now won't call her back. So the timeshare company is a scam and a cult. And, and then, then the companies working. that get you yeah. out of those, yes. also a scam they're and a cult. They're all working in cahoots oh, together. And they change their name. They go out of business and change their name, and they reorganize as an LLC and then reopen as, under a new name. Unbelievable. Uh, all right, so we're going in on a timeshare together. Yeah. yeah. Can't so wait. <laughs> this is Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen, K-Rock. Time for one last look at what's happening. Do you guys remember back in 2011, um, Robert Pattinson was doing press for the movie Water for Elephants, where he was playing a circus hand in that movie? <laughs> Do you guys remember that? No, I don't that? remember that oh, at yeah. all. I remember it like it was yesterday. I don't remember One that One of the greatest all. moments in media history. Ah, you're just saying words. Yeah. Here's why I bring it up. You guys remember Robert Pattinson's one film about elephants and chocolate and water? He did a bunch of media for it. It was great. Interviews. He was asked on the Today Show. It became a big story. He yeah, was huge. asked on the Today Show... If he ever went to the circus as a kid. <laughs> what? This is... Oh, yeah. That classic moment in Robert Pattinson history. To which Robert Pattinson said only once because a clown died. What? And, uh... and Matt Lauer was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, I went and clown died and everyone was running out. It was mm. a hor- like a horrible experience. Okay. And it was a real bummer of an interview. <laughs> and Matt Lauer was like... Wait, are you serious? And he's like, "Yeah, I'll never forget it. It was, it was intense." Okay. And then a week later, he's like, "Yeah, I made that all up." <laughs> what? <laughs> and I have loved Robert Love Pattinson ever since. He's he great. made that up. And I feel like he does that a lot. Case in point: this interview that he just did for Allure. He said, "Lots of people tell me I smell like a crayon, like I'm embalmed or something." So he's talking about some of his favorite scents. And he said, definitely the scent of when you're in love with someone and the smell is incredible. It brings out like an animal state, an animal side of being human. And the worst smell, I mean, I don't really mind grimy stuff. I love the smell of things people really hate. But burning hair is revolting. Like, what are you even talking about, Robert Pattinson? Robert. And then he talks about how he never thought he was should be up for any of the good-looking guy roles because Mm -hmm. he's always felt he was really awkward. He says, and then in Twilight, Edward is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But when I turned up for the audition, I had done a job where I had dyed my hair black. I had an inch and a half of roots. I had waxed my body. And then I had a few months where I was just drinking beer all day. So I had this hairless, chubby body. I looked like a baby with a wig on. (laughs) What? Is he just messing with every reporter now? I feel like yes. Oh, I respect it so much. I feel like yes. 
You Love guys, them. go back to that Today Show interview. Where I don't need to. I have it tattooed all the whole transcript on my it's back. It's one of the most famous moments like, in media Matt, history. Matt Lauer's really taken aback. Like, <laughs> well, of oh, course. Wow. That sounds awful. Really? You saw that in real life. He lied about the <laughs> whole great. thing. Love him. God, it's so good. Also, people that are mad about him and the Batman, they did like a screen test and showed mm-hmm. it. You saw that this last week? Oh, that it's incredible? Looks it, amazing? I think it looks great. Yeah. And on top of that, people still mad about Robert Pattinson. Just watch Uncut Gems. It's now on Netflix. You can watch it. It just got added. He is an incredible actor. I could not be more excited about this. Wait. Uh, oh, who's, good time. Who's? Yeah, I was yeah, going to say sorry. he's not uh, in. Same Uncut directors. Gems. Same directors and writers. Good who's time. mad at about him being Tons Batman? of people. It a came, lot of people. A lot like of backlash. Fans? Uh, no, no, no. no. Okay, just no people like Affleck. No, no. <laughs> people, people who don't want him to be Batman. Come and yet, on. and yet, he was so good in Good Time, and now mm-hmm. it's on Netflix. You can watch it. He's a great actor. He lied. And Lighthouse. And Lighthouse. Go see Lighthouse, which he's incredible in. He lied about... Yeah, he also deserves this. Exactly. A clown dying in a circus. I respect it. I think it's amazing. I love him, and I want him to uh, prosper in any way he can. Agreed. (laughs) Anyone that makes Matt Lauer stop in their tracks, Mm -hmm. like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, Best news ever. Adele telling a crowd at a wedding... Yeah, next album's coming in September. Weird place to make an announcement. Well, she was officiating the wedding of her childhood friend. She made it about her. (laughs) Hey, guys, this is a great wedding, but my album comes out in a year. She was officiating the wedding. Can you imagine? Do you take this man who's super stoked for my new album to come out in September? Drops in September. To be your lovely wedded wife. Well, it was her childhood friend, Laura Dockrell, who married a guy named Hugo White, who's a member of the band, the Maccabees. They got married at a London pub on Saturday. I've never been more jealous to be in this audience. She's on stage singing Rolling in the Deep with a wedding band. And then she sings My Same, which is written about her best friend from childhood, Laura Dockrell. And then you look in the audience in some of these videos and you're like, is that Florence Welsh from Florence and the Machine just singing along to all the words? Yeah, she was. It was Florence Welsh. Sounds pretty awesome. It sounds like a blast, you guys. She's such a butthole. I don't think that's what we're saying at all. Remember I told the story of when I um, went to the Adele concert? I, I I was so excited to see Adele. Yeah. And she starts singing, and I just start crying. Yep. Because she's amazing. And then my bitch of a friend, Michelle Beadle. <laughs> Made me so happy. Just looks at me, and she's her face is probably like six inches from mine, but I was so in the moment. And I like look over, and she's like... What are you even doing right now? What is wrong with you? She's just mean, just mean. And then I um, bought tickets to see Adele at one of her last concerts at Wembley. And then I was in the Uber heading for the airport and found out it was canceled. Yes. Mm. Yes. (laughs) I was on a real run that year of things that I was super excited about that got canceled. It was a real gift, you guys. (laughs) Yeah! That's mean mm-hmm. that you're just it's celebrating very happy about it. that. Guys, live from Washington, it's Saturday night. Keenan Thompson, the longest tenured SNL cast member, is going to serve as the MC of this year's White House Correspondents Association dinner, the annual big old party where they're like, hey, celebrate us. Um, Hassan Minaj will be a featured repeat performer at this event as well. So 
I guess some laughs will be had. Jensen will watch it on C-SPAN. Yeah. Can't <laughs> wait for you to let us know how Finally it Finally get to watch that channel. Yeah. Really been looking forward to it. I, every, every once a year, I'm just like, uh, man, C-SPAN. You live for it. I know. Uh, I love the silence in between politicians talking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, like, mm-hmm. meeting sounds. Yeah. Yeah, it would... sounds very dull. Yeah. yeah. The worst mm-hmm. ever. Please, I'd rather, I'd rather sit in my bed, like, just staring at a wall. I feel like there's too many festivals because there's a new one called Seltzerland. What? Set to debut in Minneapolis, then New York, then Chicago, and six other cities beginning this spring. Seltzerland. Yeah, it's all about seltzer. White Claw, Natty Light, Smirnoff, and more. There's going to be food, games, music. I guess you have a whiskey festival, you have a beer festival. No. I don't want to go to a, a seltzer. <laughs> I, I don't either, especially after hearing that the CEO okay. said that hard seltzers have spiked over mm. the past year and they're not slowing down. Nope. Oh, sir. How dare you? All right. Some birthdays Do for you. Do we know you. who's performing at Seltzerland? I don't know if they're going to have <laughs> bands or if what? it's just... Um, no bands at a festival? Well, uh, at like, like a whiskey or festival or a beer festival, sometimes you don't have bands. You just let the beer be the artist that you're celebrating. But okay. Feel free to use that mm-hmm. seltzer, dude. I just think, you know, there you got to you got to book it knowing it's for seltzer or whatever. So you have to think about bands that would be good for people getting drunk on seltzer. Okay. Like Brian Setzer. <laughs> or or I just, just cause call it, it Brian Seltzer because like his name sounds like it. Yeah. You're but, an idiot. But then I'm also thinking like I what bands would be good with seltzer? Like you're um, you're downing white claws. What do you want to hear? Hmm. hmm. That's a, good, a great question. That's a good question. Yeah. We'll work it out off air if you no want. No one. But if you're... If I'm drinking seltzer... Yeah. Yeah. Like a White Claw, and you're like, man. Muggs is pointing what at something. What would you think? What are you, what are you pointing at? What, Just read the note. What would you... Who would you want to perform? Where's the note? Who would you want to perform? <laughs> I always want the Foo Fighters to perform. Okay. But they wouldn't do that, I don't believe. Hmm. I don't know. Downing White Claws. I'm trying to think. Okay, I don't, I don't have a note because I wasn't logged in. What is the note? You'd be telling Bud Light seltzers because those are clearly better, right? That's the note. It's a dumb note that you wanted me to read. No, no, it's important. It's, what he's saying is, is we have a, we are in cahoots with Bud Light seltzer, but I don't think that we're making fun of seltzer. I think we're saying it's good and that we're having a festival. Who would perform it? Who would perform? Yeah, I'd I- say Brian Setzer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good day over here. This has gone well. <laughs> good day. day. Yoko Ono, Molly Ringwald, John Travolta, Ike Barinholtz, and Dr. Dre. That was good. Mugs were good. POD, be- POD would be fun with a bunch of se- seltzers. Sure. Yeah. Brian Setzer, POD. So far, uh, we have locked it. Harvey Danger. Good one. He'd be good with, sel- yeah. with seltzers. All right, move on. <laughs> I will be at the Kevin Jel- Seltzer. Oh, he was the uh, shortstop for the New York Mets. Would he perform? I don't just know. Like Signing on Just take grounders? Yeah. Play <laughs> meet, meet and greet. <laughs> just take grounders. I'm going to head over to stage six. He's just taking grounders. I'm going to play Pepper with people who want to come play. All right, Muggs. Can I go now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I already got it out. All right, good. Today is the last week. It starts the last week where you can come down to Del Taco and pick up a pair of lift tickets to K-Rock Storms Bear Mountain. I'm so excited, I can't even talk. I get it. And we'll be at the Del Taco in Torrance today at 20135 Hawthorne Boulevard. 12 to 1. First- Holy crap! That's right. First 50 people in line will get a pair of lift tickets to K-Rock Storms Bear Mountain featuring Lovely the Band and some free food. Come join me, won't you? Bring a seltzer. 
Thanks, Muggs. A uh, 5 p.m. commercial-free hour with Stryker and Klein is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness and the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new show. We've got Get Up On This. Mm-hmm. We have animal stories, and we have more tickets for you to see Incubus with 311 and Bad Flower tomorrow morning. This is Kevin in the Morning on K-Rock. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. 106.7 K-Rock UFM. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.